0: Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. This slightly abridged podcast comes from an article that was written by immigration partner Lynn Walker. The article appears in full on her LinkedIn page. I very much suggest you check that article out and share it among your colleagues, if appropriate. And as always, spell Lynn L-I-N when searching for her content. I should mention that this podcast will be a somewhat local update. Miner and Landis is located in Newark, New Jersey, very near to New York City. Many of our employer clients have businesses in New York City, and so we thought this alert would be of interest to them. This new law we're about to talk about could have serious consequences for any New York City business who is unaware of it or tries to ignore it. On November 1, 2022, the Salary Transparency Provisions of the New York City Human Rights Law, otherwise known as the Salary Transparency Law, will take effect and will require employers advertising jobs in New York City to include a good-faith salary range for every job, promotion, and transfer opportunity advertised. With this podcast, we hope to provide some guidance upon which employers and their job opportunities are affected, and how the Salary Transparency Law may affect the Permanent Labor Certification Application, or PERM, process in the employment-based immigration context. So which employers are affected by the Salary Transparency Law? Well, the Salary Transparency Law applies to all employers that have four or more employees or one or more domestic workers. It is critical to note that as long as one employee works in New York City, the workplace will be subject to the Salary Transparency Law. Regardless of their size, employment agencies are also subject to the Salary Transparency Law and therefore must ensure that any jobs promoted by them comply with the law's requirements. The law, however, does make exceptions for temp agencies. However, it's important to note that although TEMP agencies that recruit, hire, and assign their own employees to perform work or services for other companies, or to supplement another company's workforce, are not subject to the Salary Transparency Law. But, and this is important, the employers who utilize the TEMP agency's services must comply with the law. So which jobs are subject to the Salary Transparency Law? Well, the law covers any advertisement for a job, promotion, or transfer opportunity that can or will be performed, in whole or in part, from an office, in the field, or remotely from the employee's home in New York City. This includes both full time and part time jobs for employees, interns, domestic workers, independent contractors or any other category of worker protected by the salary transparency law. Although there has not been definitive guidance from the U.S. Department of Labor or the New York City Commission on Human Rights, which is the agency responsible for enforcing the salary transparency law, it would appear that a position that is fully remote and can be performed from, quote, anywhere in the United States, end quote, would be subject to this law because the job, could be performed in New York City. Please understand that the law covers all advertisements, regardless of media used. Covered listings include postings on internal bulletin boards, internet advertisements, printed flyers distributed at job fairs, and newspaper advertisements. What information must be included in the job advertisements? The Salary Transparency Law requires employers to disclose in the job advertisement both the minimum and maximum salary that they are willing to pay in good faith. Employers must include both a minimum and maximum salary. The range cannot be open-ended. I'm going to jump down to a couple of footnotes. There are many footnotes in this article on the LinkedIn page where Lynn Walker has posted it, but I want to read uh, two of these particular footnotes right now that I think are especially important. Footnote 8 is, the salary is defined as the base annual or hourly wage or rate of pay, not including other forms of compensation or benefits, such as health insurance, paid time off, overtime pay, commissions or bonuses, etc. And the other footnote that I want to read relates to where we say that they are willing to pay this wage in good faith. Good faith is defined as the salary range the employer honestly believes at the time they are listing the job advertisement, that they are willing to pay the successful applicants. So you can't do an open-ended salary thing, like for example, $15 per hour and up, or maximum $50,000 per year, where you don't show the minimum. Those would not be consistent with the new law's requirements. If an employer has no flexibility in the salary offered, the minimum and maximum salary may be identical. For example, exactly $20 per hour. So if you are an employer in New York City, you may be wondering, how will the Salary Transparency Law be enforced? The New York City Commission on Human Rights will accept and investigate complaints received by the general public and will also initiate its own investigations into violations of the Salary Transparency Law. Employers who are found in violation of the Salary Transparency Law may face steep fines for second and subsequent offenses. The Commission on Human Rights will not assess monetary fines for the first violation so long as the employer fixes the violation within 30 days of receiving the Commission's Notice of Violation. However, employers who fail to fix a first violation or accrue subsequent violations are subject to civil penalties of up to $250,000. So one last thing we need to consider is what is the impact of the Salary Transparency Law on the PERM process. The PERM process already requires job advertisements to include the name of the employer, the job location, a job description that is specific enough to inform US employers of the job opportunity, and instructions on how to apply for the job. That's standard. But with this new salary transparency law, PERM advertisements for jobs that can or will be performed in whole or in part in New York City must now also include a salary range, a very specific salary range, wherein the minimum salary must be at least equal to the prevailing wage and a maximum salary at the top of the range. In that connection, the prospective salary offered to the foreign national subject to the perm must be within the salary range posted, and that's very strict. They are being very specific about that. So this raises issues as to how a sponsoring employer can commence the mandatory pre-filing PERM recruitment process before it receives a prevailing wage determination for the proper position. And that is going to be a problem moving forward. So let's wrap up this local update and just remind you that the immigration attorneys at Miner and Landis have significant experience with the entire life cycle of the PERM process, and are actively working on solutions for our New York City-based clients in anticipation of this new legislation. If you have any questions regarding the PERM process, the salary transparency law, and whether it may apply to your particular employment situation, please contact us for a consultation as soon as possible. Thanks for listening. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and & Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.